Hello there, this is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. Please turn in your Bibles with me to Habakkuk chapter 3. Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17 to 19. The Bible says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail and yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd on the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Somebody say, I will rejoice. Say, yet I will rejoice. Say, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on my high places. Some says high heels. This morning as we continue in our series of power of thanksgiving. I want to look at the subject, yet I will rejoice. Tell your neighbor, say, yet I will rejoice. Uh Uh-huh, joy is not over yet. I will rejoice. I'm making a decision. Making up my mind, I will rejoice. No matter what you see, going on, going down, not going right, I will rejoice. I wish somebody can write that on the sky. Tell the devil, I will yet rejoice. You need to tell the devil, I am back. I'm praising God. I am bouncing. I'm giving him glory. I'm worshiping him. You meant it for evil, but God makes it for good. Somebody here need to know it's okay to praise God when you have got it all right, but I find it much more worthy, much more blessed when you praise him while you are still waiting. <laughs> I love it when you are blessing him. When all hell broke loose and you can still praise the Lord. Um, the devil said, why is he praising God? Why is she praising God? I know where I have left her. But you said, well, you thought you knew where I am, but I'm not there. I am above and not beneath. I'm praising him. He who alone is my rock. He is the rock of my salvation. You cannot stop my praise. I will yet praise the Lord. Come on, give me praise in the house. What a glorious God we have. Be seated. Someone here needs to understand that it's a thing when you give glory to God because you are victorious. But God wants you to give glory even when you are in defeat. Because in real sense, you are not in defeat. God is taking you through transition. You are in a phase. You are coming back again to get your crown again. To get your belt again. This story is not over. We are only a chapter in your story. And I say that the next page, you are a winner. Come on, somebody praise his holy name. Many of us who are fortunate to have a, a rich heritage of faith, growing up in circumstances that doesn't seem like everything looked perfect, but our parents didn't make it look imperfect. We grew up in circumstances where you could have a house that is about three rooms 
and you are wondering how about 12 people, how about 15 people, they just turn up and then you all have to share your bed and your mattress or your mat or whatever you've got. How do you understand how people eat from a kitchen and all this food and your parents will never mourn. They get into the kitchen and they prepare the food and everybody will just know we're just going to eat together in the same place. And you went to church, you didn't see your parents sad in church. They danced more, they shouted more, they praised God as if there was no need in the house. There may not have been food at all, but they praised God anyhow. You knew that's how you were raised. School time is coming tomorrow. You don't even know whether there will be school fees or not, but you are still praising God. There is something you receive that we must pass on onto the coming generation. A generation that only knows how to praise God because they are raised. But listen, because of what we received, many of us were able to film the storms of our contemporary times. Even when we missed it, we were able to still come back to God because of the depth of what we received. This morning, I want to thank God for a God who is able, a God who is sustaining, a God who is there for you. Whether or not you know it, he is still God. And that God will never fail. He didn't fail you, he won't fail your children. In the name of Jesus. It's important to thank the Lord. We told ourselves that thanksgiving is an act of gratitude. Which is saying that all that you see, God, is all by you. It is all for you. It's not by my power. It's not by my might. It is by your spirit. I give you all the praises. When men praise me, they are praising you. When men say, I've done it well, it's you that they have done it well. You must understand that that is the heart of granted. The Bible tells us in Psalm 100 verse 4, it says that we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And we come into his court with praise. We are thankful unto his holy name. We told ourselves that thanksgiving, my friend, is God's way of lifting up his people above the enemy. When we begin to praise God, he lifts us from the merry clay. He lifts us from the depths. God places us above our enemies. When we say thanksgiving, thanksgiving is the invincible weapon which the devil cannot decode. When you start praising God, the devil actually gets confused. It is a weapon that the devil can't decode. There are those who finish and they didn't enjoy it. Why don't you learn to thank God for the vision he gave you that you are eating out of it? There are some who built businesses, they didn't eat it. That's why you will not build for another man to come and take it. You will not gather for it to be scattered. You should learn to thank God because you have a dream. I want to build a house. I want to start a business. There are those who did before you and where are they? There are those who went to school, got first class, did everything and their first job, they didn't even get there. They went to celebrate on holiday. All kinds of things could have been wrong. But here you are. You are still standing. Learn to thank him for your dreams. Learn to thank him for your prayers. Learn to thank him for your ideas. Everything he gave to you. It takes a miracle to conceive. A miracle to carry the baby. A miracle to deliver. Why don't you thank God for all the miracles you have enjoyed? You have conceived. You have carried. You have delivered. And if you are about to do it, receive your miracle. For every dream. For every vision. For everything God has given to you. You are here standing. You are here standing, giving praise in the house. Thank him for where you are pastoral. Thank him. I discovered something this last week. That every single day, every day that you live, death comes around. We always say that there's a difference between death and life is very thin. 
But the scripture now showed it to me in Psalm 91. The Bible said you shall not be afraid of the terror by night. And I said, wow, every night terror comes. It will not find me. It will not find you. He said the arrow that flies by the day. I said the arrow will not locate you. He will not locate your children in the name of Jesus. If two people are standing before you and one of them is just complaining about things that are not working out. God, you know me. You see how long I've been doing this. You know, God, you see this is not working. That's not working. Lord, only if you can just have mercy. God, only if you can just do. Everybody is against my life. You know, this is about to kill me. My life was even better before I got born again. And God is waiting and he's watching. But the other one, you'll continue to say, Lord, you are the God of all times. God of all ages, I give you praise. I thank you, Lord. Though I don't understand things going on sometimes, but I know you do. I do not claim to know all things. I do not claim to love myself better than you do. You love me more. I thank you because you are all powerful, all glorious, almighty. And you begin to praise God on daily basis in your heart. And you give, begin to give him thanks. I ask you, who will you answer first? The one giving praises. The one giving praises. Everybody knows how to respond to a praise-giving person. Everybody. You learn to move towards praises. More than just the person who is just complaining. Told herself that prayer is good. It's good to pray. It's good to fast. But when you actually combine it with praises and thanksgiving, it's a dynamite. A person praying does not even know whether they are praying right. The Bible tells us we pray according to his will. question is, do you know his will? He hears us. Because sometimes in our prayer we are complaining. But when we praise him, he comes down. He is enthroned in our praises. According to the scripture in Psalm 92, verse 1. The Bible tells us it's good to give thanks. So why don't you do things that are good? It's good to give thanks. Every nation under the earth, everything created by God, is supposed to give him praises. The seas give him praises. The trees wave their hands. Why do we go to church and we think choir should dance for us? We should come before the Lord. Wave our handkerchiefs. Move our body. Dance a little bit. It's not just the party you should dance. I've seen people, boys, guys, dance heavily on their wedding day. But they can't dance in church. They don't think it's cool. No, it's, let me say this. What is not cool is that you cannot dance before the God, your maker. That is what is not cool. Feel free to dance. Feel free to praise him, to open your voice and give him thanks. That's what it's all about. Instead of complaining, ask yourself, why am I alive? Why am I still here? So we should thank he who kept us alive. It's not Satan who is keeping you alive. So if it is not Satan, it must be God. Then what are we offering to that God? Because Satan doesn't keep nobody alive. Except that person is his agent that he's using to spread evil. The Bible says that Satan comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. That's all he does. If he's keeping a baby alive, it's because he wants that baby to advance enough to use it. But it's God who keeps us alive for his glory. Amen. We will not get to the point where we feel that all that we can do all that we have become is because we have planned well. 
It is by my own connection, my ability. Now, if that's not what you are saying, why do you struggle to praise him? Because I know many of us don't really say that, oh, that everything I've got is by my hand. You know, I know I thank God, I thank God. No, if you thank God, like I said last week, you will not thank him silently. You will not thank him without an action. You will not thank him without reciprocating that thanks with, with offering him praises. And one of the things he takes is your thanksgiving. Listen, everything that God asked you to give, he gave to you first. If he asked you to serve him, he gave you good health. He gave you the ability. So he asked you to use your hands, your legs, your time, your skills to serve him. But if God asks you to praise him, it's because that's the only thing he didn't give to you. It's the only thing he can't do for himself. He cannot praise himself. He can't say, thank, thank me, God, thank me. You want someone else to thank you. And so God said, thank him. That's one thing you should offer freely. And everything God gives, God gives in generosity. He gives us all things in abundance. So when you want to offer God thanks, you also need to offer God thanks in abundance. You need to be exuberant in your praises. Don't try and do some kind of stiff upper lip praises. So let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Now moving on. Every now and then, when God gives you something to do, when he gives you a vision to fulfill, you may find yourself dealing with a situation where there is a shortfall. He gave you something to do. He gave you a vision to fulfill. But you find yourself where something is not enough. It could be you need a bit of extra to complete a project. It's a vision he gave you. Or you need a bit of more strength. Health is a bit short. Or there's a particular waiting going on in your life. It is a time that, yeah, I know God promised me I would do this, but I don't have that. So you see, every now and then, you find yourself in that position. But it's an idea that originally came from God. So what do I do? Now, this is a point where some people will now begin to blame God. Some will go into depression. God, why am I like this? Why don't I have enough of this? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Now, the point right now, my friend, is every time God wants to introduce you onto a deeper dimension, a stronger dimension on the inside of you, he brings you to that kind of place. That's what he does. He introduces you to a problem. Every time. God can't bring strength out of you when you're already excited. But you know you are strong when you were weak before. Amen. If you couldn't do something, all of a sudden you could do it. You say, wow, you know, I just, I just became stronger. So you find out that God will introduce a deeper dimension of you by bringing you into a time which you consider a problem time, but it's an opportunity for God to be glorified. Champions are not born without a fight. I may have to go a couple of rounds. It is good when there is a knockout, but my friend, sometimes we may have to go through 12 rounds. What matters is we will still win. You may have been defeated last time, but wait for the next round. Next round, you will yet rejoice. You will yet praise the Lord. You will give him thanks. You will give him praise. 
Because you will finish your year strong. In Habakkuk chapter 3, the Bible tells us a very important story. It's one passage that God used to minister to me many years ago. I wrote a book on this. He says that, listen carefully. Though the fig tree may not blossom, the fig tree, the man had a farm. He had, God gave him the vision. He had a farm. He had a fig tree. He had a vine press. He had all these olive trees. He had a big, he was a big, big time farmer. But then there was a problem. He is a man who had seen when this thing works. He knows the joy of having success story. He knows what harvest is about. And most of the time, what we see is only what people do in their time of harvest. Very few people tell you how, this, how they handle their time of struggles. When you testify, it's a good testimony to say, I have got thanksgiving. My thanksgiving is that I'm here to thank God that I'm still alive. This is what doctor said, but I reject that. This is what the teacher said, but I reject that. I am here to give him praise because I know I am still standing. So how did he change? It's already changed by the blood of Jesus. I'm just waiting for the evidence to show you. That is a thanksgiving. It is okay, my dear friends. You must understand that this Jesus Christ died for all to see. It was true that he died and he was buried. It was not covered. That side was not jumped in the story. If somebody is in this place and he feels you are nailed to the cross, I say you are going to be resurrected. Because the death could not hold him down. So, no situation holding you down right now, we have the final say. Over your life, as you press him, I decree a change in your story. In the mighty name of Jesus. The fig tree may not blossom. The fruit on the vines may fail. The confused may fail. He may see that there is no food in the house. But I love what he says. He says even the flock may be cut off from the fold. I mean, so the crops failed. Then the animal husbandry also failed. The flock cut off from the fold. And I got into their bounds. Seemed empty. Now what is going on here? Somebody could have... Be thinking it's time to commit suicide. What about the bank loans? What about the friends that loaned me money? But he says, you know what? I don't understand what I'm looking at. But I know that this is a season. Because another season is coming. I see another season is coming. I see another season of harvest coming. I see another season of harvest coming. I'm going to praise him through the season. In the name of Jesus. I will yet rejoice. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Said the Lord is my strength. It is not the bank balance that is my strength. Don't let money be your God. Oh, pastor, money is not my God. No, but money is. Because it determines how happy you are. How joyous you are. How well your bones remain strong. Don't let letters in the post determine how well you praise God. The people who minister to you, you don't know their situation, but they have learned to commit their situation to the hands of God. The doctors you go to see in the hospital, you don't know what's going on in their own house. The doctors. But there's only one person you know for sure. He's the rock of your salvation. He's the rock. 
by being the rock, it means that's the platform. Are you following me now? He cannot fail. May you remain planted on that solid rock. The solid rock called Jesus Christ. Tell your neighbor, that this, this passage means so much. If everything failed, he said, I will yet rejoice. Tell your neighbor this. If you have lost anything, I didn't hear you. God is the reason you have not lost everything. Wow. I know you lost something. You lost a job. You lost a child. You lost a husband. You lost something. But God is still the reason. The victory may not blow on, but I say thank God for the farm. I say thank God for the farm. I thank God that I still have eyes. I thank God that I still have legs. There is still so much you could have lost, but God is the reason you have not lost everything. Why don't you thank him for what remains? It's the reason. So it's the devil says to you, what are you praising God for? Say, I have a lot. I still have a lot to thank God for. I still have a lot to thank God for. I have a lot to thank God for. And I say what remains will not die of you. In the name of Jesus, whatever you have left, I pray the breath of God to come over it. The breath of God to come over it. Whatever you have lost. Something just came upon me right now. Something messed up. They took out his eyes. Holy Ghost. They took out his eyes. They chained his hands. And they said this is the end of his life. And he said, I knew I messed up. But I still know that God is a rock of my salvation. If you could just let me touch the pole of this house. But that was when he says, there's a little hair growing back. And when he knew his hair was growing back, he knew God is still present. Whatever is in your hand, if God is present in it, that's all you need. The Bible said that he went to the pillar of the building because his hair began to grow. I speak unto somebody's hair. Something had been removed from you. But I see something left in there. The God is able to use one spam. The God is able to use one grain of hair. The God is able to use one strand of hair. That God may work on what remains. I prophesy, I prophesy. I prophesy over somebody here to, in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over what remains in your hand. You have lost houses. You have lost investments. I speak over that one that remains. Receive life. Receive life. In the name of Jesus. I decree this is your year. Turn around. This is your year. Turn around. In the name of Jesus. What remains in your hand will become mighty. It will become glorious. It will become glorious. In the name of Jesus. Whatever has been cut off. Whatever has been cut off. I say what remains will produce life. It will produce life. Listen to me, somebody. Somebody said, they've taken my ovaries. They have taken my ovaries. How can I ever have a child? You still have a womb. I speak the life of God. Your future is not in the tomb. Your future is not in the tomb. Your future is in the womb. I command life. I command life. In the name of Jesus. 
Somebody said, but, but pastor, they've taken all my credit. They've taken everything. I don't know how my business can ever start again. I said the same idea that dropped on you. That produced the first one. That idea will grow again. I decree favor in your path. I decree life in your ways. In the name of Jesus. You don't need many. You just need one opportunity. Are you listening to me now? You just need one opportunity. One. Receive your one now. Receive your one now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I see miracles in this house. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me begin to close. Listen, remain standing. There's something going on in my spirit. I want to pray for people here. When you are ungrateful to God. Ingratitude means God you are losing. God, you are not winning this battle. God, look at my life. God, look at my situation. God, you are not winning. Look at you. Look at what I've been reduced to. You are saying, God, you are weak. You are saying, God, you are, you are unfair. But when you are a grateful person, you are saying, Lord, I thank you, Lord. I give you praise for this one, oh God. I know, Lord, you are able to do all things. You are able to magnify this one thing. In the name of Jesus. And I came to prophesy over your one in your hand. The one in your hand. Because that one is going to grow mighty. In the name of Jesus. Naomi. She thought she lost all. And she came back home. To Bethlehem. And as she came back. He said Naomi. Welcome. Oh. He said don't call me. Naomi. Call me Mara. For the Lord has been really bad to me. God has not been able to win the battles of my life. That's who I am. I am bitter. My story is bitter. Look I went out. Fool, I came back empty. She didn't take count of this little girl with her. Her name is Ruth. And I'm going to continue from here next week. You don't want to miss next Sunday. Ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. The Bible said eventually, let me just jump to the end of that story. Ruth gave birth to a boy. His name was called what? Obed. And the women gathered. And they said to Naomi, this one is more than seven sons. Are you listening to me now? I came to tell somebody here. You thought it was all over. It's just beginning with you. I said it's just beginning with you. It is just beginning with you. Come on, put your hands together. Begin to worship him. Begin to bless his name. Begin to glorify him. I see God breathing over your one. Over your one. It's not too late. Please put your hand. On your own head, I want to pray for you. There's no distance in the spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, because these heads are blessed. We pronounce grace upon these lives. We reverse every curse. We cancel every negative confession. Every impact of pain, we cancel it. Lord, we fill these lives with praises and thanksgiving and rejoicing and celebration and thanksgiving and testimonies from this day onward. Father, dancing and praises, rejoicing, we shall yet rejoice. We begin to count testimony after testimony, testimony after testimony in the name of Jesus. As you go into this week, you are blessed. Abundance of God will locate you joy of the Lord will be your portion. In the name of Jesus, step into your season of breakthroughs. Step into your season of breakthroughs. 
Every arrow targeted against you is cancelled. Where you fell before, remain strong now. Receive your crown back. Receive your crown back. Become celebrated again. Thank you for miraculous healing to our body, oh God. Be glorified and be lifted up. In Jesus' name we worship. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.